Hey guys, I'm Valerie. And I'm Jasmine, and this is Crafts, Drafts, and Crime. All right, so uh, for today's first order of business, we just wanted to reiterate about our merch that we are going to start selling um, the beginning of September, so look forward for that. Um, like we said before, it's going to be random like decals uh, for cars, cups, uh, laptops, you know, whatever you want, clothes, um, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll be posting different um, decal designs, basically, and you guys can pick and choose which ones you want and just let us know. Yeah, and we're making it all because, you know, we're crafty. So Yeah, that's where the crafts part of craft dressing and crafts comes from. <laughs> yeah, it's the only part we've addressed so far, but yeah. Um, we are totally going to be making everything. So it's really special, okay? Yes, we're going to put blood, sweat, and tears up in this joint and all <laughs> things that we're making. Yeah, do not put anything under a black light. No, 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 please don't, please don't, no. <laughs> So today we are going to talk about a case um, that we both have heard of, but neither one of us really knew that much about. Um, and it's because we saw this list and it was like several um, like people's last moments discovered on CCTV footage. And it was creepy. It really was. Um, what was, you know what? And the weird part about that list was they didn't mention or they didn't put Elisa Lamb on that list. I oh, I know. That. Oh, you're right. You know how I'm obs- how obsessed I am with that scary ass video, and for them not to have <laughs> they're really bothered. that's what I'm saying. We'll do it eventually, but like it's yeah, go out of your way to watch that because it's it's creepy. But you're right, that wasn't on there. Right, but it is it is super creepy. It like literally the one guy who parked his car, and I think it was his neighborhood, and he just like literally walked away, and he just disappeared from that point. Like that shit is like crazy to me. And that's where this story idea came from. So yes. just <laughs> just so you know, so we're really excited to be talking about it because it's it's creepy, you know, just like everything we talk about. Um, so our sources for today are BBC, Yahoo News, Medium, and Cornwall Live. So at 2 p.m. on February 25th of 2014, an off-duty police officer and his wife were strolling the beach in Perrinport, England. It was high tide and something was seemingly ashore up ahead that his wife joked might be a body. <laughs> mm. That's almost, um, what is it? Cry- crime junkie where like a lot of the cases they cover they sit there and say the people who discover the bodies say that they look like mannequins it's never a mannequin (laughs) (laughs) yeah so as they come closer they discovered the horrid truth a man lying face down in the sand who was naked except for his socks and one shoe he was deceased so upon further inspection, police discovered the man had a sock stuffed in his mouth, tied in place by Apple headphones with like the um, with like the tie in the front hanging down. Um, and he also had a gash on his head and hand, injuries to his chest and spine, and other undisclosed internal injuries. So that could literally be anything. I just couldn't get any more information about that. 
Yeah, that's... Uh, it's a weird way to discover somebody. And then, like... The, I guess the part that gets me is the, the sock in his mouth. With the yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Also, why are socks on? Right. <laughs> so, a sketch was made of the man in hopes that someone would be able to identify him. And days later, family identified the man as Alan Geel. So, Alan was 64 years old, and he lived in the town of Wadebridge, which is just miles away from where he grew up in Polzeeth. Polzeeth? We're going to go with Polzeeth. <laughs> These are all located in Cornwall, which is the southwesternmost part of the UK. So he was actually born in London, but he was adopted along with two other kids when he was when he moved to Poultseeth. So Alan wasn't very close to anybody, and he led a simple, quiet life. And all of the things that I read about him, everybody calls him a loner, which I just feel like is kind of judgy. Right. Like, okay, being a loner isn't bad. I was a loner when I was a kid. <laughs> right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Just because he keeps to himself doesn't mean, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to refer to him like that anymore. So just so you know, but people did refer to him as a loner. Um, he had been an electrician before he retired in 2003. And in 2004, he made the move to Wadebridge, which again, is just a few miles away. So he was an avid surfer, a reader, a photographer, and a gamer. He also spent a lot of time walking and would frequently go to random places to walk around and explore. So he would like hop on the bus and go to a new town and just walk around for a couple hours and then go home, which just sounds like the perfect retirement to me. Yeah, I I guess so. I'm just a weird person that I wouldn't want to do that. I would just want to stay in the one area that I'm at. <laughs> or oh, I really? Do, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I would feel really weird about just going to random towns and just walking around. <laughs> really? I think that would be so much fun. You know, go to a different restaurant, try a new drink. I don't know. Mm-mm. To each of them. Um, so, though his autopsy revealed his cause of death is drowning, it was found to be suspicious. The sock in his mouth and his injuries weren't the only weird aspects of his death. On shore, Alan's beanie, his backpack, and his jacket were found. In his jacket was his wallet with 95 pounds, which is about $125 US, um, cash in a picture of himself at two years old. Which, I, <laughs> I mean, do you have any pictures of you from when you were a kid? I do, but they're not in, like, my purse or anything. They're right, like, it's a weird thing to carry in your wallet. Like, it's the only thing right. you had other than money. Exactly, Take- he also had a blood alcohol content of 0.16, which is twice the legal limit in both the U.S. and in the U.K. Again, he wasn't driving, but just to tell you where he was at. Um, in his backpack, he had bandages, a pen, and a bag of dog shit. And he didn't have a dog. And also, that's just a super weird thing to be in your backpack, even if you did have a dog. What? Yeah, there was a bag of dog shit. But why? You think he didn't have a dog? Whose was it? Um, It's a little weird. So his clothes weren't ever found, but his other shoe was found in a nearby cave. Which just gives me creeps. It does. Like, I don't ever want to see a cave. I don't want to be around one. (laughs) 
it might have been like a really mild sea cave, but even so, uh, just a little weird. I don't know. Like anytime I think of a cave, I think of um, Charles Manson. So like, I guess there's these underground caves somewhere in California where he used to take his followers and they were going to build like their own city, like their own Atlantis or some bullshit like that. Underground? That sounds terrible. Yeah, so it's like a cave system. Like, I've seen a video on it. I'll have to send it to you so you can see it. And literally, it's just a bunch of tiny, tiny little spaces that will make you claustrophobic, even if you're not, because I'm not. And it's so creepy, and there's all kinds of writing all over it. But yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what I think. Hard pass. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. <laughs> right, right. So, um, police were uh, also unable to locate his phone and his phone. debit card. So CCTV footage um, is in several areas around the UK and police were actually able to track some of his movements, but it led to a little bit more confusion than they were expecting. So the day before he was found at 12.10 p.m., Alan is seen withdrawing 100 pounds from an ATM with his now missing debit card, which makes sense since they find 95 pounds in his wallet. So he then goes to the corner store and he purchases the bandages, which I'm assuming are the ones that are found in his backpack, and a newspaper. Who reads the newspaper? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's just funny. I just I love that he went and he picked up the daily paper. Um, So after returning home, police find on his computer that Alan mapped the bus routes to Truro, Newquay, and Camelford. So. Just a quick reminder that him going on random trips like this is not abnormal. So him looking up these routes makes perfect sense. So at 4.45 p.m., Alan is caught on CCTV heading in the direction of the bus stop. He's caught walking around Truro around 6 p.m. At 6.45, he's at the bus station in Truro, which is just like not a very long time to spend in a place, but that's fine. Um, And then he's seen a new quay on CCTV at 8.16 so these are both places that he had already mapped out that he's going to be going to. It's just a very quick manner of um, time. So he appears back at the bus station, boarding the bus at 9.15, heading to Parentporth. So he was last seen at 10.27 p.m., walking very near where his body is later found. I also want to mention that he spent a lot of time in Parentporth as a kid. So it's very possible that he knew his way kind of around that town. It's a seaside town. Okay. So police later find socks at his house that match the one that's found in his mouth. And kind of what I'm thinking there is that it's possible that he carried extra socks. Like, I can remember times when it's raining or especially, like, growing up in the snow where I would carry extra socks because there's nothing worse than your feet being wet all day. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like my feet burn after a while. Exactly. No, but they really do. (laughs) They really do. I thought I was the only weird one. But yeah, I mean, I guess I could also see him like hearing around random shit because I still can't get over the fact he had a bag of dog shit in his backpack. So yeah. (laughs) I mean, and with him not having a dog, I'm just trying to think like, why? (laughs) Why is there any reason whatsoever unless that backpack was not actually his? Would he have a bag of dog shit? (laughs) Even then, who would just pick up dog shit and put it in their backpack? Right. It doesn't make any sense. But so he was also wearing a rain jacket, which is not the jacket that's found near him. 
it's actually just a jacket that they see on the CCTV footage. So the jacket that they find near him with his wallet in it is a completely different jacket. But again, he has a backpack and it's possible that he brought that because it was a rainy day. Okay. So police also find something curious on his computer. He recently had purchased a 22 pound, which is a 10 kilogram training vest and a two pound or excuse me, a four pound or two kilogram ankle weights. And those were never found. So they speculated that it could have been to weigh him down if he was planning on killing himself. So I'm thinking about it and diving for me, I have to physically add 35 pounds of weight just to be able to like sit like 10 feet underwater. Like I can't like stay underwater without adding a lot of weight to my body. So I'm trying to think about like him adding, um, what did I say? 22 pounds and four pounds, 26 pounds to his body is like not enough to like drown him, but it would be right. enough to keep him under. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess that would make sense. That is, yeah. But also, he was an exerciser. He did a lot of walking. Like, it's not unheard of for people to, I well, mean, I think it's torture to wear ankle weights while you walk, but you know, people do that. Right. <laughs> exactly working on his quads <laughs> so i don't know but that's just something that um the police found interesting especially since they couldn't find it but here's the thing and they had also said like if he was in the water maybe they came off that doesn't happen yeah no aren't they like specifically designed not to come off like i'm assuming like if you wear them during a workout you're going to be sweating so right this slip off so yeah, they don't just slip off, especially, like, with um, the ankle weights. He's wear- He has a shoe on one of his feet and socks on both of his feet. Right. So, like, an ankle weight's not going to fall off and your sock doesn't. Right. Like, exactly. that doesn't make any sense. But, um, you know, they say, I'm using they, so <laughs> go with it. <laughs> okay. Um, they say that people kill themselves in places that are significant to them. So, because Perrin Porth was a part of his childhood, and he did have a childhood picture, you know, police are speculating that it's possible that he was intending to commit suicide there. Um, But I do want to mention another theory. So, it's possible that this was a sex act gone wrong. Though nobody knows Alan to be gay, there is a known hookup spot for gays in the dunes of Perrin Porth. So, it's possible that they put that sock in his mouth, um, like, to asphyxiate him. Okay. Hmm. I don't I don't know if I really like that one. I kind of like the so like I like the part like the the fact that the cops are thinking maybe it was a suicide only because like what I'm thinking about now like so nobody judge me and how crazy I might sound but like I've always been interested in like the army movies. So the ones that show like they're their way that they do torture like they torture like certain like informants what (laughs) (laughs) wait what are we talking about (laughs) so there's a a movie that i saw and it was like they were waterboarding one of the um informants for like the opposing side or whatever and i wonder if like that would have the same effect with like the sock like it it like it was like a sponge almost and it like kind of like choked him while he was underwater, if he was trying to kill himself. Interesting. 
I sound crazy. I know. Don't judge me. But I know this. I, I've, I've seen this. But so you think that would have been a method to kill himself, not that somebody would have done that to him? No. Yeah. I think it, I think it would because, well, no. I mean, so he took out that money and only five pounds. So how, do you know, um, can you convert the pounds to U.S. dollars for me? So he took out, um... A hundred pounds, and he had remaining in his wallet ninety five pounds, which is comparable to one hundred and twenty five u s dollars and that was still in his wallet, so it's not like it's not likely that it was a robbery gone wrong, okay, because first so, of all, it's a weird way to end up for a robbery right okay. also his money's there, okay, so maybe like you said, maybe somebody did do it to him, like they yeah, but we didn't find the weights on him. there were no weights. All of his money was there. Um, we didn't locate his clothes. His debit card is missing. He has injuries on his head and his hand. And they said it was unlikely that he was, like, smashed into any rocks that could cause such an injury. The pathologist did say that it was consistent with falling from height. Okay, so then, yeah, maybe so, maybe it, some, somebody probably did that to him. You don't okay. think he did that to himself? uh no not anymore i don't think he did i just um just with like i just don't understand why if he was going to kill himself why he would take out 100 pounds and only spend five of those pounds and then go and kill himself it's just so that part just sense to me leftover money that's interesting yeah. i didn't think about it like that but that is that like, is weird so, like, anytime you hear about, like, suicides and stuff, and people are like, oh, yeah, they seem normal, they were going, they are planning ahead and stuff, like, if you're going to kill yourself, why would you take out all that money? And, and then not use it. it. Right. Interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. But what would be somebody's motive to kill him? He was just a, you know, to-himself guy. Uh, do well, you think he, that it could be a sex act gone wrong or you think he just like ran into the wrong person I think he just ran into the wrong person because you know there's psychos out there everywhere yes. so they, this person was like how big was that town or that city it's not big it it's not big at all Okay, so let's just say it's a small town like I don't know let's just say like Wilmington no Wilmington's still uh I said like Burgoff. Do you want me to find out how many people are actually in that town? Would that be helpful? <laughs> I know. No, you're fine. Um, let's just say it's like 500 people or something. I don't okay. know, 1,000. But either way, it's so small that they probably all have seen each other at least once. So the fact when a new person comes in, they're like, I've never seen you before. So if he ran into the wrong person, they could take that as an opportunity. Just a theory. You know. And why do you think that they would have undressed him and put him in the water to like humili that? Humiliation. A lot of, I mean, I feel like, um, what is it? Law and Order SVU is coming into play for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like it's an added humiliation to him. Um, and, you know, some people just are really sick and sadistic. They just want to, they want to get everything they can out of the person that so like they want to kill them which they did and then they want to humiliate them as much as possible interesting so. okay well on um 
they did uh, rule out accidental death. Okay. I just want to point that out also. Um, so in September of 2014, later on that year, Alan's ashes were spread in the water at Poldseath, where he had grown up, and surfers peddled out in his honor. And that's all the information on the case. Okay. But it's just, it's really weird. Um, and you can, I will post links to the um, CCTV footage that you can see him walking around. And I mean, he doesn't look like he's acting any sort of weird way. He's not acting erratic. Um, but, you know, it's unfortunately because he was so reclusive, we don't know whether or not he was acting strangely for days before or any of his other habits if they were weird. We don't know. Right. Um, yeah, just seeing the video, like you said, he was, he looked totally normal. He just looked like a, a normal person just walking down the sidewalk, down the street. And exactly. Like, yeah, it was it's super eerie, though, just to see his last moments. My thought kind of, um, so, you know, they say that people who kill people usually keep like a trophy of some sort. Mm-hmm. So his debit card never being located was kind of curious to me because it also wasn't used. But, like, I'm thinking, I wonder if somebody kept his debit card. Okay, yeah. Which, it's still weird that they didn't take his money. Either way, it's kind of, I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> this is going to sound never, probably stupid. They never found his other sock, though, right? He had both of his socks on. Okay, 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 okay. So, but only one shoe, and the other shoe was the one that was found in the cave. Okay. And none of his other clothes were ever found. So it's possible somebody has his clothes. But that's another reason why that um, hookup spot was kind of an interesting theory for some people, because, like, he was naked. Yeah. And that is a way to asphyxiate somebody. So it's very possible that either he went there and somebody, like, straight up tricked him and wanted to kill him and did that... Mm -hmm. Like, tricked him into doing that to kill him. Or, you know, it went, like, it bad things happened that weren't supposed to from that point. Okay, so I take it back. Maybe that could have been a problem. <laughs> so, like, so, like you said, like, it's a, a known hookup spot for gay people or gay men, possibly. So, what if there was some uh, somebody that was really, that doesn't support gay people. And they just said, fuck it, tonight's the night, I'm going to go and I'm going to kill somebody, some gay person. And then they caught them in that, but then why wouldn't they kill the other person? Well, and also the thing about that is that when the police reached out and tried to get anybody to come forward with any information, if something like that had happened, I would think that somebody would have said something. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, There's at least okay. that possibility. And also the thing that's really weird is that his clothes were found right near his body. Not his clothes, excuse me, his jacket. Yeah. And his backpack. So it's like, what were you doing right there? Right. And then that's where okay. your body washed up. Like, that, that to me feels like somebody put his shit there. And I might be wrong. Right. I'm usually wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, or um, I think... I think I said this, was it yesterday or whenever we talked about it last time, it could have been a sex act gone wrong. Like, they could have, they were trying to be kinky and it just fucking, like, he, they did something wrong and he died. So they, like, 
got spooked and just left his shit, his jacket right there. But then why would why would they take all of his other shit? Like, where are his clothes? Why wouldn't right. he just leave his clothes? Why wouldn't you just throw his shit, all of his stuff beside him? Why would you take any of it? I don't know. It's really weird. It is. There's no definite. And, of course, it doesn't help that we have no idea whether or not he was even gay. So the idea of him being in this hookup. Oh, he also, it's possible that he was drawn to this area and, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't planning on being a part of a gay sexual experience. Gotcha. And, you know, like, that's all possible, too. I have no idea. And, of course, there are no reports of whether or not he was potentially sexually assaulted. Because, unfortunately, with being a man, they don't really report things like that. Of course not. Um, Did they say if they found, like, any drugs in the system or anything like that? Other than the... They only mentioned the alcohol. The alcohol? Okay. I was going to say, because what if he went to, like, score some drugs or something? That could be, but... They didn't find anything in the system, so I'm going to go with probably not. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, just another crazy, who the hell knows what happened case. Oh, no. This is crazy. This is how my hair feels about this case. (laughs) Y'all, it's sticking this, like, straight up, like, she's a peacock right here. (laughs) Well, let us know what you guys think um, about what happened to Alan Jeel. And um, if you know anything, by all means, please reach out to the police department. But also, you know, we want to know. <laughs> don't, um, don't call the cops on me because it sounded a little crazy this episode. No. I watch too much shit. Too much scary shit. It'll be okay. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> well, thanks guys for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's uh, Valerie and Jasmine. So, uh, welcome back to our um, <laughs> life corner. <laughs> life corner. I'm so sorry. Malfunction. Um, right. So, uh, today's topic is um, how have we changed during quarantine? Since technically we're still in quarantine, who knows when we're going to be out of quarantine? We might never be out. I know. Exactly. We're all just going to be in bubbles pretty soon so we can go out in public. For real. I know. Um, I guess I'll go first. So I can think of two main things that are pretty different about me. Number one, um, I stopped wearing makeup. (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of crazy. I used to, I have so many freckles on my face and I used to always wear a lot of makeup. I'm not a lot, but like enough makeup to like kind of cover it a little bit and like even out my skin co- tone. And I like, I haven't done it because wearing a mask, it just like gets in there and I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And then also my skin was getting really bad. So I stopped wearing makeup and now I haven't worn makeup in like almost five months and it's crazy. Like, and you would think my skin may be better, but it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm gonna give you your props for that because uh, I wore makeup one time with a mask. Uh-huh. I never did it again. Um, because I ended up with like the lines from my yes. mask. Yes, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, yeah. Besides, I paid way too much money for this makeup for it to rub off on a stupid mask. Right, that's I'm what sorry. I'm saying. <laughs> 
Also, just who cares? I'm like, I'll just wear mascara and the rest of it. Fuck it, I don't care anymore. And it's actually been like really, um, it felt, it feels really good. And also, I haven't really been drinking beer as much. So yeah, yeah. that's, I can't complain because I used to go out a couple times a week and drink beer different places, but now I really obviously haven't had the opportunity to really do that. So, you know, yeah. my wallet's not complaining. Um, so you should do like makeup from like your nose up, or, like <laughs> part covered, like the bridge, I guess. <laughs> kind of like shaving like your knee down. Yes. <laughs> Don't do it. That's all I ever do. I don't shave my thighs. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, no. Um, okay, so how have I changed? Um, I guess I think I have two things. So the first thing is I've taken this more seriously. Because <laughs> <laughs> in a hospital, I was still, like, kind of, like, at the beginning, I was really, um... You know, I was really serious about it, and then I kind of started slacking off of it. And then when I got sick, and I thought I had COVID, I like kind of like whipped back, whipped myself back into gear, and I was like, "All right, you need to take this shit seriously." Um, and then my aunt actually got COVID. She oh no! Was, yeah, she was in the hospital for thirty six days, and she just got out. I believe either this Monday or last sometime last week either way but yeah so um did you say 36 days 36 holy shit that's a long time yeah she had she caught pneumonia and then like she's um a diabetic on top of that and you know she like didn't want to eat so she was losing a lot of weight and then like her kidneys were um like i guess they were basically failing I believe and then also she's um, a cancer survivor three two or three times wow. so yeah so just seeing her go through that and then um, just hearing like um, our friend Edward from work and what his mom went through and stuff so right. I guess there's that and then um, second thing it's made me appreciate Antoine a lot more than what I did before, which is really sad, but <laughs> <laughs> it's because you start to take things for granted. Like we've been together for like seven years, but like he's really stepped up during this whole time. Like um, with the daycare closing multiple times during all of this, like he's been the sole person to watch Ollie while I go to work. And our roles have kind of been reversed. Instead of the mom always being there to take care of her, he's there. And he's been great throughout this whole thing. And, um, yeah. Snaps so. for Antoine. <laughs> right? He's amazeballs. He's just awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to hear that. These are these are positive things. I'm glad we have some positive stuff, actually. I know. I didn't know what I was going to say, but hey, look at that on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> the things that come to you like just naturally are, you know, the most important. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.